All right. Um, so, like we said, we got our first female guest, yep. Grace, nice lady friend of ours. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna come in and then talk to us a little bit about um, the Super Bowl yep. and her feelings towards Roger Goodell. Yeah, she's got she's got a lot of feelings towards it. Um, it's a, it's a packed full of action oh, weekend yeah. and conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah. All right. Welcome, Grace. Guest number three. Wow, welcome to the pod. It's always nice to have a, a third face in the room, you know? A female voice in the room. Yeah. Super excited to a be here. A lot of people have been asking for, for a nice lady to come on and yep. really, you know, act as a counterbalance. Right. You know? Well, I'm glad that I can be that girl. Well, hey, you have only a few strikes because if this goes bad, we're never having you on again, okay? Honestly, it'd be fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, so um, she's on here to talk about um, the, the potential issues that could come up Seeing as the Super Bowl yep. is now the, the f- day before Valentine's Day. So the Super Bowl is on February 13th, mm. Sunday, and Valentine's Day every year is on Monday the 14th. And so this is news to me. I didn't know that this was an issue until right before the pod. It's almost very telling. So, so can, you, <laughs> can you educate us a little bit on this, Grace? So basically, a couple weeks ago, found out about this. Immediately texted Noah, confirmation. And just, you know, you, conf- you want to... Just so I understand, you texted him confirming that. Well, okay. Out Here's what I found out. I saw a TikTok about it. Tell me, Valentine's Day isn't on the same weekend as the Super Bowl. Guess what? Looked it up. It is. Wow. It is. Uh, you know that makes it tough for travel plans for people who might. Well, most people go away for Valentine's Day. I feel like. Yeah, it's a big weekend. Hotels. Some yeah. people who have money, go. they go and do fun things. I mean, on the surface, just acting, maybe sprinkling in some maturity here, if any guys are out there who are worried about this conflict, it's like priorities. Am I right? It's going to come down to priorities <laughs> at the end of the day. At the so, end of the day. So they got, people got to pick between football and their, and their and girlfriends. Football. What's going on with that? What are you guys going to do? What are you going to do, Sam? Well, my original, well, my original plans were to spend New York, or sorry, spend Valentine's Day in New York with my girlfriend. Um, as you but, sh- as but like you I should, said, yeah. I just now realized about this whole Super Bowl debacle. But I think it would not be worth it to say, you know, I'm going to be here and watch football with the boys. Are you going to make her watch the game? I'd probably have to watch the game. Yeah, I mean, watching the Super Bowl is a super normal thing. You know, it's it's normal. Yeah, yeah it's almost an abnormal to not watch it. Yeah, I mean, especially too. If anything, maybe the real workaround is, fellas, start Valentine's Day early this year. In fact, I would even say Valentine's Day overload. Friday. Fuck Thursday, do something nice. Friday, continue doing something nice. Saturday, go out and do something. Damn, Sunday, that's a chill good idea. out, watch the game. And then Monday, by the time real Valentine's Day rolls around, you've already done so much stuff. That it's just a, you know. It's like a chill down, cozy chill night. Down, you just put that out there on the internet. Now you're going to be held yeah. accountable. <laughs> oh, oh me, me doing that? Yeah, I know. Now I, now I got to like actually plan to, uh, to do those things. But I mean, I think that's the only realistic strategy. How I see it is you can't be, you, you shouldn't let this become a thing. You, know? you got to get ahead of it. Yeah, you, you got to get ahead, to get ahead of, of it. <laughs> it's, at this there point, needs to be a plan. If you want to be able there. to enjoy your Super Bowl. Yeah, there's three weeks left. If I you mean, get the Super Bowl Sunday and that's the first time you're thinking about it, you fucked up. Yeah. You're done. I mean, what's what was what's your plan now? Has your plan shifted knowing this, would you say? I mean, I guess I, I mean, could be asking you too. <laughs> you're in the room, right? I've been fully aware of this for about three weeks. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's a big... I oh, mean, so you've known for three weeks now already. Oh, so, I was like oh, at so the beginning thinking, of the news break. Oh she's she's got a bone to pick with Roger. I, wow. Roger, Roger Goodell. Yeah. Is that, I, is, is that his, that's his name. Yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> you know, <laughs> who is this guy? You know, this how dare he? And keep in mind, the Super Bowl is typically the first or second week of February. And now it's at least a week later than it usually is. Week mm. later is what it is. Week later. So... Week like, earlier, week later. Week late, week late. It's late. normally like February third, February tenth. Right, right. So let's say this isn't a one-off thing. Let's Every say year. that this becomes a thing. We could you handle that? I think at that point the women need to speak up. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that point the women need to speak up because, like, listen. Right now we're young. Whatever. Okay, fine. But your thirties roll around. Like, can you imagine when 10 I have more money, years like, of this? 
I want to be going to like a nice place for Valentine's Day. Like I want maybe abroad. Like like I deserve that. Val- well, I love Valentine's just Day. Just to push back on you, just you know, okay. being devil's advocate here, it is important to consider Valentine's Day is on Monday. So it's this not like year, these two things are happening at the same time. But do you know what? That complicates it even more mm. because people have to work. You know, you're not going to celebrate Valentine's Day on Monday. I'd love to know how many people are going to do it on Monday. And not no. either. Saturday or Sunday? <laughs> and not to mention, the Super Bowl is a uh, it's kind of a drinking event. So you'd Big hate to be you'd event. hate to be hungover from Sunday on Monday and for like Valentine's food, Day and that let that ruin food. your Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh my God. How would how would you react if Valentine's Day is supposed to be this you know great day for people in relationships? Romance. Yeah, romance. Mm-hmm. Very romantic day. So I've heard. Um, you know, and somebody rolls in, a partner just hungover, groggy. I'm rip shit. You know, I'm rip shit pissed at that point. A pound or two of wings the night before. Ugh. And you know what? Noah gets the worst hangovers ever. And so <laughs> um, Valentine's Day would be over for us. Yeah. It would be done. We'd be in a fight all day. Now I know. No, hey, well, you know, <laughs> it's good that we're getting ahead of this three weeks early. And you know what? The, the bitches I live with, eight of them, mm. I live with eight girls. Jeez. I texted. I asked them what they thought. And you know what? Not one of them didn't have, or they all had elevated responses to this. Let's hear wow. it. Let's hear what they said. Do you know how? Pull it up. I will pull it up right this, now. This, you know, I'm no statistician, but that sounds like a large enough sample size to me to be statistically significant. And, I you mean, know, I the NFL, if they're, if they're supposed to be so inclusive, I know. they should be worried about uh, more is, than just their male fans. I mean, fans. girls like football, too. Like, I'm, we might not. I mean, maybe two of the girls in our house are footballers. Disclaimer, Grace hates football. I yeah. mean, I, I hate what it stands for. <laughs> what, is, what does football stand for? Um, well, you guys really do the real-time games i'm i'm oftentimes in the background just mm. chilling for a couple hours yeah. you know oh so it's it's time consuming it's she, time consuming. she associates real time or she associates football with boredom mm. you I know think. what i'm also just like cut me a break with these guys on tv you know i found out practice squad yesterday gets paid <laughs> like noah said anywhere from like 200 like 100 200 grand <laughs> <laughs> fucking practice Practice squad. No, what are you guys those doing? Are vital, those are you vital members of the team. Yeah, I'm, yep. they're vital. They're, that, they're living the fucking life with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you joking? Okay, so here we go. I said, Noah and Sam, I'm going to go on their podcast, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak up for the girls mm-hmm. um, because everyone needs it. Yeah. Um, so, first I mean, of all, from what we started. I, from what I gather, this this could be major backlash. Uh, Robert Goodell, Richard, <laughs> Roger, <his>? Roger, Roger, <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> We're coming for him. So, okay, I said, um, I need, I like, I need you guys. I need your opinions on this. So they said, I think it's unfair to women. Fuck men. Fuck football. Wow, that that's powerful. It's fucking annoying. Um, that was makes people pick between football and their girlfriends shows priorities wow so this is this is four different women so far um they should be at least two weeks apart you know what and just loves football love both occasions but shouldn't have to collide because boys are dumb and Mm. won't make the right choice for their women Mm -hmm. um we had some strong some strong um a strong comment from Tess. I'm going to Cam. Cam asked myself over it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, they're just going to have to pick up so much slack on Saturday or else they're dead. Which is what wow. I said. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I think that this is more of a, an age-related thing, right? I mean, surely this is not a problem for people in their 40s, you 30s, know, I don't 50s. even agree with that. No? I honestly think it could be a bigger problem for people universal? in their 40s. Yeah. I mean, I think at that point, you're normally in your relationship. You're um, grounded. Mm-hmm. You've probably been with your significant other for a couple of years, mm-hmm. more than a couple of years. Probably have some kids if you're like, we're talking older like that. Yeah. And Valentine's Day is kind of the one time of year where romance is expected, mm-hmm. right? And... A lot. I feel like a lot of men are like, Valentine's Day is the day that I'm going to kick it up. And now fucking Valentine's Day is on Monday. Mm. Who wants to do anything on a Monday? Yep. And Sunday is the Super Bowl? <laughs> and, well, you know, just to play devil's advocate here. And this by no means is an official statement yeah. in your relationship. It's, no, exactly. <laughs> Don't, so off the record, um, 
the Super Bowl is a pretty important day for a lot of a lot of people in this country. Mm. I know. Some someone could say it, it borderlines on a national holiday. Some I am a minority with this. We are a minority. Some could say it's a bigger day than some would might suggest. Do you yep. know those Espe- people are wrong. God forbid, you know, <laughs> God forbid your favorite team is playing in said game. So I guess really we're we're just looping back to priorities, mm. guys. Well, but then it begs the question, should one give up their, just being devil's advocate here, you know, speaking for the masses, should one give up their fandom for a holiday? You know, <laughs> I, so I like, I do, I hear what you say, like Thanksgiving, they do football on Thanksgiving, that works, that's yep. worked. Yep, yep, yep. So. Um, okay, that's good, that's a good point. It's, it's worked, it's worked in the, in the past. Yeah. That's a family day, it's. But, you know, when you have a relationship, that's mm. two people. That's not a family. Mm. So I feel like it gets really, really rocky. Yeah. And I think that there's some there's some compromise that we can have here. Can but the, can like you said, there's just going to need to be planning. Can there be phone checking? Phone checking in regards to... Well, I guess I guess since Valentine's Day is the, the they, day after. At the end after, of the day, they aren't on the same day. Yeah, they are well, on so separate I days. Think this, is, this, is, this is kind of what I think is going to happen to me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> I, I don't live in Boston, mm-hmm. so I have to come up to Boston because we we're not going to be in, hanging out in Amherst. No. No. So I'm going to have to drive up here. What day am I going to drive up here? I probably was going to come up here on a Friday. Right? Like, I probably was going to come spend the weekend. Like, So you're going to be here for the Super Bowl. I'm going to be here for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which, if anything, is actually probably a good thing because you're sacrificing how you'd probably like to spend a Sunday by involving yourself in the Super Bowl. Right. And now your significant other would have no choice but to give you all of Monday. But you know what? Like... <laughs> Is Monday the day I even want to celebrate Valentine's Day anymore? Hmm. I don't so, like. So, which goes back to that point of although they are technically on two different days, does anyone want to celebrate Valentine's Day on a Monday? Well, at the end of the day, it's Valentine's Day weekend and it's Super Bowl weekend. That's both, the reality. Both two things that are now uh, intertwined together for several days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've I've seen I you know I did some research on this. <laughs> And um, on what specifically? On the, the whole dynamic, boyfriends, girlfriends, Valentine's Day. I did some research, oh. okay? I, I, I but covered my bases. not including football? No, we're including football. Oh, okay, yeah. And a lot of guys are saying, they're, the girls are like, you know what? Fine. I'll do this for you because I care about you. Mm-hmm. I will sit. I will waste my Sunday on the Super Bowl. Wow. And you know what? I a know some people don't that. think it's a waste. I know some people don't think it's a waste. But I'd like to think that girls... Do that, you know what I mean? They're sacrifice. Ca- they're, they're ca- there's a lot of sacrifice on mm. the woman's side of a relationship. I feel like, yeah, mm. specifically regarding sports. Mm. Okay, <laughs> and I, the general consensus that I've seen, obviously, you have the girls who like. Football. And this is to be taken <laughs> with a grain of salt, obviously. Grain of salt. You think you think girls who like football are taboo, don't you? You think that's taboo. You're you're looking down on girls who wow. like football. Okay, I'm not. I, okay, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking down on girls who like football. I just, I'm like, I mean, I guess I'll just say it. I think it's a little bit pick me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. You know, well, the people who listen to the pod, Grace, they they might not like that. You know. Uh, no, I know. I'm that's I'm, controversial. I, I'm a minority yeah. on this podcast. But you're being you're, honest. You're, 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 you're starting to creep into uh, no, territory that, where you might get flamed. You're right. You're right. I know. That's like a bit um, much. It's too but much. so there's some there's a wide range of demographics people who listen to this podcast. Mm. Millions of viewers, yep. and they love sports. Yeah, naturally, and, and yeah. probably. Um, <laughs> if you could talk to you know maybe our younger demographic, some some people who who may not be in relationships or just kind of looking forward about times they might have, how would you advise that that they handle a situation like this? Uh, about times that they may be in a relationship. Yeah, like if if a younger kid now is listening to this podcast, and like he's a relationship like, advice kind of deal. Well, well, no, just be- like how he should handle. The Super Bowl with his wo- future woman. So let's say like a high school, yeah, early maybe a high schooler, yeah, or early okay, college. Okay, I understand, kid. but I, where okay. the relationships aren't super serious, but I mean, you don't want to mess it up, you know. You you you're into it, but you're not into it. Yeah, not in right? how maybe we are in our respective relationships as slightly more adult, you know. Mm, just like a, maybe like a seventeen-year-old as well. Sure, 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 sure. Fifteen, yeah, sixteen, seventeen. I mean. 
I, I just feel like you start them young at that point. Like mm. these, these, these kids. They need some maturity. What's more important, your bitch or the football? What, what, a, are you, what, what are you going to do for Valentine's Day? Is that a question for you? me? Me? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Ethan, edit in something that sounds very thoughtful and, and well planned. Yeah. I don't know. I got, you know, I, it's still a ways away, to be fair. It is still three weeks away. Thank God we're talking about it now. So it's good that you've you know put the sprinkle in my mind. I already know. I know what I'm getting. Remember last Valentine's Day? Yeah. Yep. Last. Well, that was in Amherst. Yeah. Um, Big Valentine's Day. No, big. So you know, I'll probably be in New York as I expect. What Um, about for Sunday? Probably also in New York. I imagine. So so okay. So you're not Super Bowling with the boys. It doesn't appear like that'll be the case. In fact, I'm almost curious if the boys are Super Bowling at all. No. Really? Well, I'm sure they will, but, you know, so, we, we all have we, girlfriends. What I was going to say earlier is um, the general consensus that I'm seeing are the girls are sacrificing. They're like, we'll have a weekend together, but and I, I'll watch the Super Bowl with oh, you. Oh, we're watching it. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, like, I'll do, I, like, I'm one of those girls. I'm making a sacrifice for that Sunday, you know? But a lot of the guys are saying No. I want to watch the Super Bowl with the boys. And that's where the problems start. Why can't we all just hang out together? Am I right? No, no, no. I understand that. But a lot of the um, guys are like, no, you're no, not you. You're not going to be there. Oh, wow. I'm with the boys. Whoa. Sundays are for wow. the boys in this case. That's what I, I, that's what I saw. Well, but, not these two fellas, huh? Yeah, but if Good for you guys. Grace to, to end on, if you could, because uh, we don't want to take up too much of your precious time, um, but if you could say something to Roger Goodell, what would you say right now? I'd say fuck you, Roger Goodell. Look into the camera and, and let him know how much he's he's you <laughs> like know inconvenient. <laughs> no, no, you can do it. You can do it. You're a powerful young lady. Well, what's Roger Goodell doing with his wife? Whoa. Whoa. Like that's, who's who's Mrs. Goodell? Damn, that's, that's a million a good dollar point. question. That you know? is a good point. So, um, <laughs> I, I messaged a panel of fellas. I said, um, you know, Super Bowl day before Valentine's Day. Quick thoughts. Um, let's see. Sounds like both the boys and the gals have a day that weekend. Hmm. Boys' Day Super Bowl. Wow. Told you. Valentine's Day dinner on a Monday has to happen. Hmm. What about a Saturday? Valentine's Day next day. Valentine's Day, not Valentine's weekend. Whoa. Super Bowl is our day. Valentine's is the girl's day. Wow. Laying the hammer down. See, I told you. General consensus for the boys. Tell her to pick two dudes and assign them to teams, and whichever team wins gets to take her out on V-Day. I don't know what that means. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and these are these are guys who have been in relation like long term, more or less yeah. long term relationships. Wow. wow, what's that have to say, huh? We're well, looking forward to a lot of heartbreak for the girls, I think, or not forward to but disappointment. Mm. There's gonna be a lot of disappointment that weekend. Well, you know, on the and they're all and there usually already is with Valentine's Day. Yeah, and there's always a lot of disappointment <laughs> with Valentine's Day, and so this Valentine's Day is going to be it's it it might be nuclear for a lot of couples. Uh, well, I was gonna say on a positive note. There is still plenty of time for people to get their ducks in order. You know? They gotta get their their shit together. We gave them we gave them ample and this ample. And this ahead is completely on the guys. Whoa, there's nothing. Well, I you mean, know. I'm always gonna do like a little something for Valentine's Day, but I look at Valentine's Day as like this is a day for the girls. Like, make it good. I can agree with it's that. It's like literally one day. It's not really in a busy time until now. Well, you know, I think everything's complicated because they are on two separate days. <clears throat> but nobody's really going to do stuff on a, on a Monday. Monday so yep. I mean, yep. and it's not, it's not like it's a holiday. And you know what? Like people have to go to work. To be honest, I see this being a problem next year too. Really? Because wouldn't Valentine's Day 23 just be on a Tuesday? Well, you know what the NFL, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know what the NFL, <laughs> you know what the NFL is going to stumble into? They're going to, they're going to have themselves an issue. Because I bet since it's Valentine's Day, they might stumble into some of their highest viewership in a long time. 
because all the ladies are going to be watching it with their guys because they feel like they have to because of the... Or the lowest. Or the lowest. The girls might win. No, wow. there's going to be a decision. The girls might win. Like the NFL, some guys are, they're, are they're either going to... They're, they're either going to have their best or worst Super Bowl view and, ratings of all time. And not to, I guess, keep, you know, belaboring the point, but... Whatever the Super Bowl is, at least for, you know, we're New England guys, it's not like we have any skin in the game, right? It's not like we're watching the and Patriots. That's, that's exactly what I would say. The situation is dramatically different if you're I would say, yeah. say, say Noah says, we're, we're not doing anything. We're Sunday, which I already know this is going to happen, but Sunday we're in. We're in, we're sitting, living room, footballing with the bros, <laughs> like, yay. Um, then I... Like I'm, I'm watching it at that point, mm. but like, I don't know. You know, I, I can just see it becoming a problem. Like we probably will get into like a little bit of a tiff about it. I'm gonna be like, why you want to watch this football game <laughs> when you this isn't even your fucking team? You know, I would be if I'm a a person in California, um, or you know what Cincinnati or, totally or whatever. Well, those are the teams remaining, right? And so. Is it safe to say that girlfriends might be rooting for their boyfriend's team's demise? Wow. Yeah. They're rooting against them in the championship games. But you know games. what? I mean, if the Patriots were in the Super Bowl this year, I would like to think I'd be like a, maybe a little bit more patriotic. Okay. Yep. About, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> about the Patriots yeah. being in the, the big game, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe some girlfriends would be a little bit more excited if mm. those teams were in. Yeah, because ladies are also it, football fans. Because there's some women football There's yeah. a lot of women football fans yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, minority. Yeah. Here, so. yep. um, all right. Well, gee, before we lose yet, this guy Trayvon Diggs on the Cowboys. He's a really good cornerback, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Um, I think he broke up with his girlfriend, or they broke up. I don't know who broke up with who. Um... And he demanded that she give back a $150,000 watch. How long has he been playing football for? He's been in the league for a few years. He's got some cash. So you he know. Makes some, he's not, make, some, he's not, he's not he making makes, a ton of money, but, you know. I mean, he's making enough money to buy a $160,000 watch. No, yeah, he's probably got several millions in the bank in some Many way or another. Many millions in the bank. Yeah. And he asks for the watch back. So is that a wrong move? I mean, what do you guys think? If I were, Whoa. if I were, making, are you asking for a gift back once you give it? We're the question posers here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, if if I were making millions of dollars, which I might be, the people on the pod don't know that. No. no. Um, <laughs> would you expect that I was giving you gifts in proportion to my wealth, or is it the thought that matters? You know, Trayvon. I think Trayvon. Yeah. If I'm dating a rich guy, which I'm not. But if I am, (laughs) I would expect some, um, I I would expect some, I mean, I'm not going to ask for a $160,000 watch, but once I get my $160,000 watch, I'm not giving it back. Mm. Would you sell it? Maybe I would sell it, depending on my financial situation. I mean, my rich boyfriend's gone. It's fair. It's fair. (laughs) Maybe I'm selling that watch. You know, I I don't see... um, I don't see that being a bad move. Do you know what, though? Maybe he can buy it off of me. If he wants that watch so bad. What's his name? Trayvon. Trayvon. Yeah. Doesn't seem like the best boyfriend. Definitely wouldn't want him as an ex. You know, I, I consulted the, the council again on this question. Yeah. Um, and their thoughts on it are, you know, respect. I'm assuming respect to Trayvon for asking the watch back. There's respect in that? Which I Take some stones. Know, definitely, I would say, a ballsy move. Um, but... Dumbass move buying a girlfriend a hundred fifty k watch. Hundred fifty k is a lot. I don't think that's I'd a ever, lot of fucking I would money. Ever that is a. That's like, that's I mean, more a, than a tenth of uh, your next mill. I mean, safe to say too. <laughs> like, correct me if I'm wrong, Grace. I've got some people's salaries. You'd be happy, and obviously, you deserve the finest things in the world. But a five thousand dollar watch. Now that would be nice. Let um, alone a thousand dollar watch. Two hundred. A hundred, like sixty. Yeah. <laughs> But like that's like a that's that's a house that's a penny yeah I that mean, it could that's a down payment on a very expensive house <laughs> yeah. um um I'm not giving that watch back yeah but if the watch is in limbo if he if he's like I got you this watch gives it to her and then next day breaks up did 
I can see him being like, give me that watch back, being petty. Mm. But at that point, I'm just, when, fuck you, you're not getting your when watch When does back. a gift, like, does a gift become yours upon the transfer? Or is there a cool down period where somebody could say, I want this thing back? I think once the gift leaves your possession, that's no longer yours. A gift's a gift, and once that gift is given, the other person can do with that gift what they want. And then there's there's certain best practices when a gift is given about what the gift receiver can do. Well, well but I don't think you can take back gifts personally. I no. don't think there's ta- you there's, can't take back. Yeah, gift. there's no takes back. You made the gift. decision to sack up and spend 150 grand on a watch for this girl. Maybe you should have seen the the red flags earlier if yep. you were eventually going to break up. And now. you know. Uh, Obed actually, um, part of the council, he's saying 1K watch, which not even sniffing 150. He's saying 1K. He's calling TD Bank saying it was credit card fraud. Damn. Trying to get that thing refunded. Wow. wow. So, cold you know what? Blooded. But that's that has nothing to do with the girl. That's fine. If he wants that watch refunded to him, get after it. Get that <laughs> well, watch is back. It, is it about the money or is it about the principle? For him, it's not about the money, it's the principle. And if I was this girl, I would say, fuck you. You gave me this watch, and I will do with this watch what I wish. Mm. It's fair. It. It's fair. Hey. Well, Grace, it was a pleasure having you on today. Thank Did you, you so have much. fun? Yeah. I always have fun with you guys. Hey. Wow, that was what nice. Say? Sweet. Yeah. All right. We're a nice bunch. And we'll have to you know, continue consulting you as uh, these events we'll, unfold. We'll have to get her on post, uh, post V-Day Super Bowl. Well, weekend. I've noticed you guys, you, you could use some advice on uh, fronts of... That I am very good at. Okay. And you guys lack on. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, you know, you're just so comfortable on the pod, you know? It's, it, seems, yeah. it seems like you've always been here. It's just right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's talk. This past, what is that, this past weekend of, of playoff football, I thought all the games were at least decent enough to talk well, about. Well, people are calling it the best uh, divisional well, round of all time. Well, you know, we were making fun of... Um, the wild, NFL super calling wild it super card. wild card, but maybe maybe it is looking like the divi- like leading up beyond the wild card into divisionals. Maybe it has been a good year for that stuff. Um, you know, we got uh, who was it? We had, we had the Bengals play the Titans. We had the Niners uh, beat the Packers. Rams beat the Bucks, uh, and the Chiefs took out the Bills in OT yesterday. In fact, I would even say the games kind of went from. Well, honestly, the Niners-Packers game was boring as shit, but um, kind of went from worse to best, but all still, good, all still great games. No, yeah, Saturday was some, they had the defensive showdowns, and then Sunday the, the, the fireworks came yeah. out. So let's, why don't we start with the, the Bengals-Titans game. Um, what I'm going to say with that is Joe Burrow, always been a fan. Um, now, I would even say even more of a fan than I was. The guy got sacked, what, like nine times? They were coming after him. Is it nine? I think it was nine. Um, yeah, he was sacked nine times, lost 68 yards, and he still pulled it out. Um, had an unbelievable showing, through for 348, um, you know, completed 28 pass out of 37. Um, he earned that. You know, I think the Titans kind of lost that. I think the Bengals are still um, arguably the worst remaining team. The Niners kind of are okay now that they're healthy, but what, what were your thoughts on that game? The, the Titans aren't in one seed. No, the Titans are not your. They were not your typical uh, bulldoze your face mm-hmm. one seed. Yeah, it was like I don't really know how they pulled out the one seed. I think they they were they were really the one seed because some other teams didn't have great starts to the season. Is yep. kind of what and, happened. And the Titans pulled away long enough to really be able. Yeah, to, you and know, then Derrick Henry that. came back, but he didn't have a great game. Um, I mean, Tannehill lost in the game. That's just a fact. Yeah, three picks at pretty untimely. Spots, but you know, I think the they'll think they'll be around for a while. You know, Mike Vrabel is a good coach, mm-hmm. and he's confident in Tannehill. Well, at least somebody is. Well, you know, shout out to um this guy, uh, is it Evan? Yeah, Evan McPherson, twenty two years old, younger than us. Um, he's a rookie, rookie, right? yeah, rookie out of Florida, kicker. That's crazy. Now that rookies are younger than us. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> tough, tough pill to swallow there, but um. Absolute ballsy, uh, great kicker. I, I actually really have, I mean, and this is my overall piece about um, not only the, the Bengals-Titans game, but also the Niners-Packers game, is a really deep appreciation overall for just special teams. And I think maybe during the regular season it can be a little um, 
not overshadowed, but it's just like that thing that has to happen in yeah. games, kickoff, return, punt return, extra points, whatever. But during the playoffs, I think it has this air of tension and suspense that you don't typically get. I mean, Evan is on the sidelines, like, before he even kicks it, he says to Joe Burrow, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. It was like a, what, 50-yard or something like that? 49-yard, I yards, Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you got to love having those guys on your team, Um I really do think that the importance and suspense around having kicks during the right moments. I mean, because they they camera cues to the sideline and the bench. You, you see him warming up. Yeah, you, you see him warming up. You see like the opposing QB just like anxious. Can't, can't in a way. do anything about it. Yeah, no, I think. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I'm not sure if it was that same game. Might have been the Titans um, or not the Titans, the Niners game where there's block punts. Well, dude, I, every single game came down to a significant special teams play, whether it was a field goal to win or uh, the blocked punt that tied the game in the Niners game. Yeah. So overall, you know, shout out to special teams. I would like to see more blocked punts, more blocked field goals. I wish that, I mean, I know the the league is rooting for the opposite, but bring back kick returns, man. You never see kick returns anymore. No. Yeah. Like when when Devin Hester, the peak of the NFL should be striving for – the time that Devin Hester returned the opening kickoff of the Super Bowl. That yeah. is unmatched. Yeah. You don't you that level of joy from a fan base, unmatched. Unreal. I mean, I think in the playoffs you see more fielded kicks overall. It seems like people Every are, yard matters. Yeah, every yard matters, but no, I agree with you. Well, dude, let's talk about this Niners Packers game. Because I didn't watch much of it. I saw the ending. Um but um I think that's that's gotta be Aaron Rodgers' last game in. In Green Bay, right? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't really dying to be there to start the season. Yeah, I'm pretty he, sure in the presser he was like, you know, he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Is that what he, he said? He said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. And he was very open about the fact that he was like, you know, a lot of people's um, contracts are up. He was mentioning all these key players. Even Devontae Adams' contract is up. His contract is up. Lazard's contract, a couple defensive guys. He was like, this team's going to be look. Very different next year, basically, is what he was saying. And he was being ominous as to whether that will include him. Yeah, I mean, I guess bringing it back to before the season, he skipped the mandatory mini camp. Um, and well, he wanted to be traded. Yeah. And so I guess even last month, he said he's keeping all his options open. So, um, you know, I just understand why you don't want to speculate about your future with a team as soon as you lost and you're doing a press conference them like you weren't expecting him to be like yeah you know i'm done um but i don't think he's coming back necessarily i mean dude of all places i could low-key see him in san francisco with the 49ers i could see that because they could very easily offload jimmy Mm-hmm. Send him to I don't know Denver or some team that needs a quarterback. Yep. He's still serviceable. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance probably isn't ready yet, and it'd be great if he could learn under Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, bring Rodgers in. Kyle Shanahan is already, They already have the weapons. Kyle Shanahan's a great offensive coach. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I mean, I think uh, the saber metrics around that is Aaron Rodgers probably isn't a California loving guy. Well, although I feel like sneaky. I feel like he's from California. Well, dude, he, that's the thing. He originally. Uh, he was supposed to go to the 49ers, but then they didn't draft him. Yeah. So I could I could definitely see that. Um, I could see him being a Miami Dolphin for some odd reason. Yeah, but I don't think he'll – because I think he'll go somewhere with an established coach. I don't think he'll take a chance on, like, an unknown guy. Yeah. So unless the Dolphins brought in, like – I don't even know who's on the market in terms of, like, established coaches. But yeah. I don't see him going to a place where, like, there's any – potential for them to do you bad. know the more you think the more i think about it what you just said makes a lot of sense he's a california guy he's pretty sure he went to us usc one of those he went to some yeah yeah he went to berkeley university of california berkeley or whatever which must be a time and which, a half. which must be great yeah niners could have had him I, I could see him going to san francisco they have all the pieces um you know his last hurrah. I think the taxes in California might bite him in the butt. They can always get around but, it. But I'm sure there's ways around it in football, yeah. Um, anything else in Niners-Packers? You know, it was, it was, nice, to see, it was nice to see a vintage Green Bay snow game. Yeah. That was nice. Flurries, yeah. Yeah, and it was nice when, you know, it's nice to see Jimmy G succeed. Although I really, obviously the 49ers got it done, but boy would I have loved to see Jimmy G versus Tom in the NFC Championship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um you know, speaking of Tom, so Tom does lose to the uh, the Rams. Um, kind of looked like they had that one in the bag, but it ended up being a crazy finish. No, I don't know, dude. I think I think people are acting like that game was a better game than it was. Yeah, in my mind, like well, the Rams were up like the entire. They were up twenty seven to three, right yeah. at one point. Yeah, 
and they were steamrolling him in the first half. The Bucks were playing actual terrible football. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're lucky, because I, I, in at the end of the first half, the Rams forced a turnover and had the ball on the literally the five yard line with like twenty seconds left, and then Cam Akers fumbled it on the one. Yeah. So it could have been twenty seven to three at halftime, mm-hmm. um, and then they end up still going up that big in the third quarter. But I don't know. I just think. Uh, the Bucks played so bad, and like the Rams kind of gave it away towards the end to make it a game. Um, but that throw by Matt Stafford at the end to Cooper Cup was unbelievable. Oh man, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a fan of Matt Stafford. I'm a fan of what the Rams got going on over there. I'm rooting for them. Um, you know, I'd like to see. I don't <laughs> I don't see the Niners beating them. The, so you the know, Rams I, are way more likable with Matthew Stafford than fucking Jared Goff. Yeah, tell you. no, hundred percent. So you know, Rams likely to be in the Super Bowl. I would imagine. You know, I, I don't want to give them OBJ a, a curse. finally playing well. Yeah, OBJ, you know, Baker was really fucking up the money, huh, over there in, in um, Cleveland. So it's nice to see OBJ get into to playing meaningful football games. This is obviously the furthest he's gone in his career. Oh, by far. Of, yeah, I mean, I don't far. think he had had a single playoff win prior to, to this year. Yeah. But, dude, let's talk about – so OBJ obviously took his uh, entire contract with the Rams in Bitcoin. Which was a highly – uh, publicized event, right? It was supposed to be this big old deal. Yeah, he um, was uh, he was joining the tribe. Yeah, you know, he was he was putting his his, his flag in the ground yeah. with the Bitcoin fanatic. And so I think by making it, I forget what the exact round is, but by making it this far, he was subject to like a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus, also in Bitcoin. Yeah, his whole contract and all the incentives. But basically, um, so when he announced it, he would take the deal in Bitcoin. Bitcoin was at priced at sixty four thousand dollars, which was like almost that's like near the all time high, pretty yeah. much. Um, and that was in like that was in like November, and now the price is basically fifty percent, yeah, thirty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, so even just based on the Bitcoin number, his deal is only worth four hundred twelve thousand dollars. The whole deal, or just the seven fifty? That incentive, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but then once you include the California state tax of fifty percent, which, which is, is outrageous nuts yeah. for people in that bracket. Um, as of now, from that contract, because it's all in Bitcoin, because of the dip and the taxes, he's only netted $35,000 from that contract this year. Which, you know what? Uh, a lot of people do that every day or every year. So, you know, welcome to the, to the regular folks, OBJ. You yep. just, you know, you're, welcome you're, to the club. Yeah, you're blessed with some, some speedy I mean, he's still getting, he's still getting like $4 million from the fucking Browns on oh, top of that. yeah, so, yeah. So cry me a river. Yeah, feel, don't feel bad for him at all, but definitely a cautionary tale for people who might be exploring... Um, that route. I mean, I'm sure Bitcoin will, will bounce back up, maybe. Um, but was it like Dinwiddie did that? I'm sure there's like, like probably what, like Indomitian Sue. I know he's big yep, in that yep, world. Yep. Um, but no, I'm happy for OBJ. Me too. I, I, I honestly, he had a great teams, game. Of the teams remaining, um, I'm rooting for it. Uh, really, in order of preference, Bengals, Rams, Niners, Chiefs. Fuck the Chiefs. Yeah, don't really care to see them win. But um, speaking of the Chiefs, that game last night was amazing, huh? Yeah, Some that was calling nuts. it one of the best games of you know ever. I mean, dude, it was literally—I don't know if you were thinking this while you were watching—but it was literally a carbon copy of the 2018 AFC Championship when the Pats went into yeah. Arrowhead and won. Well, wasn't it? Um, didn't he? They he throw for like 200 yards in the last. Dude, like, there was like 25 points scored in the last five minutes of yeah. the game. I mean, I Un- dude. If anything, the, the, if, if I'm Sean McDermott, the chief, the Bills coach, like he he's got some real thinking to do. Oh yeah, they had that game won. Thirteen seconds left, and they need it. You let them march down and, and score a fucking field goal, dude. Are you kidding me? Like that. I mean, I guess in talking about that, obviously the game went into overtime. I think the NFL overtime rules are kind of whack. Um, like I, I get it in terms of finishing up a game. Like it it, it lends itself to conciseness. But in my opinion, the college overtime rules lend are more maybe fan friendly, um, in that you know every team gets to kind of go at it. And so, although the uh, NFL isn't like an individual sport in a way, it kind of is, right? Like you want to see quarterbacks. The narrative is always quarterback versus quarterback, or star running back versus star running back, or star defenseman versus star defenseman. It's like I think the college football overtime rules lend that better because yeah. it's really. You know, possession after possession. Who's going to break first, you know? I think if the NFL did that, it makes for way better football. Who cares if that game takes forever? Dude, I just, like, I don't know. In a game like that, it's tough. I mean, I saw some stat today that in the last 12 
playoff games that have gone to overtime, the team that wins the coin toss has won 11 out of 12. Josh Allen should have said heads. I mean, dude, it's like... Um, <laughs> That's the worst decision he made. Forget the, the leaving the guy wide open. For some games, it makes sense. Like a defensive battle where it's 14-14, they go into overtime, first team to score in overtime wins, sure. That makes sense mm-hmm. because, I don't know, and it's hard to make a rule around this, but a game where it's like a shootout, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you just hate to see it end. And with the Bills' offense not even having a chance to go back out on the field. Yeah, it's just such a, a what if, you know? Because for all you know, they go out there and they score. No, and yeah, you know, they they keep going. Um, I feel like the Chiefs are gonna get the most like, um, oh, you forgot about us, rig. Where in the, they started the season mediocre at best. People were talking about maybe they're not gonna be all that. And now, as of like four weeks ago, five weeks ago, they're rolling again. Um, yeah, probably the best team remaining. Them and the Rams, in my opinion. Um, you know, Andy Reid had a, a great quote: "When it's grim, be the grim reaper." That's what he said to Pat Mahomes. That'll go down in in history. Um, you see, is it his wife? I think it's his wife, Brittany. Her name, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, wife. spraying champagne after the game. That's got to be fun, huh? Yeah, spraying it on a people. Uh, probably less fun for the the spray ease. Um, always fun Nobody for the sprayer. Nobody wants to get hit with champagne. No, no. It's, I mean, for all you know, you know, it, it could have been anything else. Nobody wants to get have random liquids dripped on them. No, that's for sure. Um, but I guess leading up into the this next round, um, I know we we always like to talk about tickets here, but Rams Niners five hundred ninety three bucks to get in the door. Uh, Chiefs five ninety three. Yeah, for like standing room, just to get in the stadium, and that's in. Uh, it's in L.A.? should be. I you know, I own, that's honestly kind of cheap. I thought it'd be more. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's still that general trend of, you know, who wants to go to these things. At least it's warm, though, um, more or less. And Inside. Chiefs-Bengals, uh, $435. I believe that'll also be at Arrowhead. Well, um, well, dude, you know what that brings back up? Last time the 49ers were playing at SoFi, it was basically a 49ers home game. Oh, so yeah. is the is Niner Nation going to show up again? Yeah. Oh, for Rams. Niners. Yeah. Yeah. If the, you know, I really don't see the Rams losing, as a layman, as a casual observer. But if the Niners do win, I will be forced to root for them. I believe in the. They're Super Bowl. they're kind of a fun team. Yeah. I mean, because I think um, there's always the the title of you know whether it's America's team or team of destiny, whatever you want to call them. There's always that playoff team that maybe is overachieving. And I like to root for the over. It's like those old Giants teams. Yeah. Um, but why don't we pause there? Um, the re- well, one more thing, actually, uh, about that Rams-Bucks game. Jason Pierre-Paul, poor guy, you know, his finger situation yeah. and all. But uh, that was his first ever playoff loss. Wow. He was 9-0 and prior to that because he had had those runs with the Giants. Yeah. And then he had last year with the Bucks. Shit. Yeah. So now he's, he's got one playoff loss. Wow. But well, you know, chalk that up. You can't stay perfect forever. Well, bro. you know, we get, we should we talk quickly, Tom. Yeah. So Tom Brady, um, he I believe he he's exhausted his his contract, right? Because he was on a two year deal initially with Tampa Bay. Did he extend another year? No. I mean, I don't. To be honest, the answer is I don't know. But I also thought it was a two year deal. Yeah. yeah. So something to, to confirm, he could be. I mean, nobody's talking about it. Well, he looked pretty uh, dejected in the uh, his pre- post game press conference. He just he just wants to go sell Hertz vehicles. He, you know, let me see here. Okay, so he is under contract for 2022, I believe. Okay, so he'll be back. It seems like it, but you know, I I did hear this one thing that. Devin was telling me is that they haven't filmed the last seat, the last episode of uh, Man in the Arena yet. And people are thinking that, like, well, one, they, I think they were just waiting until the end of this season. Mm-hmm. But people are saying that he might use that to announce his retirement. Whoa. I could see that. That's, that's a baller thing to That'd do. That'd be pretty epic. Yeah. I mean, when you're that stature of athlete, you have to do uh, retirement announcements in that type of way, you know? Yeah. Um, or at least, what, him saying next year will be his final season? Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. I don't know. He he does seem like the kind of guy who he's definitely going to say beforehand that this is his final season. That's why I have a hard time believing that 
this past this current season is his last. Yeah, because he would have said something. I think he would have said it beforehand. He's like a, he's a declarative guy where he's gonna say it, he's gonna stick to it, and, and you want to have your uh, you know you want to go for your victory tour, you know your retirement tour, um, especially once again when you're an athlete of that stature, you know. He, the boos need to rain on him in away stadiums, soon to be followed by ovations. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, um, what was I going to say? He always said he wanted to play until he's 45. And he was and 44 that would, that, now? That would be next year, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't see him playing when he's 46. 46 is a big number. Yeah. Once you're 46. Yeah, you're, you're basically 50. Pushing 50. Yeah, yeah so you he, can't be playing professional football. So, so he won't be playing then. Um, but I don't know if you actually saw this to go back to the Chiefs game. Um, a fan rushed the field, and, and Stephon Diggs decked him. Which should, you know, it's funny because it's always like security guards who chase him around. Yeah, usually players kind of kind of sit that one yeah, out. Yeah, players usually mind their own business with that, but I think the, it's a serious playoff game. It was like that, less than two minutes left. Yeah, yeah, they're not in the mood for any distractions. Like, see you later, buddy. Well, dude, I don't know. Do this that, on you know, do this week five. You know, in some ways, it's kind of it's kind of an b- unfair bully move Diggs was in full pads. No, that's deck this guy with no defense. That's true. He should he should have taken his pads off first. Yeah, you, <laughs> you chose to at least take the helmet off. Oh yeah, um, but you know the fan chose to do it. And I mean, I feel like fo- like what what arena was it that you had uh, uh, Fenway when you were talking about doing that through Fenway? Oh, yeah, like I feel like that's easy. But for some reason, a football stadium. Football stadium. There's no way out. Yeah, there's no way. It's like a in. Because not to mention the the fans are already elevated. There's yeah. no fans on the ground level. No, yeah. But dude, if anything, that fan is the real loser of 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 divisional round weekend. He he charged the field with like a minute fifty eight left, missed the 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 last two minutes in overtime. Yeah, and likely you know won't be able to be sitting in there for a long time. No, yeah, some so maybe, sort of suspension. Maybe next. I want everybody to think about it. The next time they, they decide to rush the field at a potentially pivotal moment of a game. Yeah. Listen, weigh your options, you know, get your five minutes of fame, 15 seconds of fame, whatever it is, or enjoy a nice football yeah. game. And it wasn't even a good rush of the field. Sometimes when, when it's we, a ru- And we like good rushes. No, who, who doesn't yeah. like a good rush of the field? Yeah. But this guy, no, amateur all, hour. All you saw was him getting tackled. You didn't even, he didn't do any, no, didn't no have any special run or anything. Yeah. Because the At best. Least take some clothes off, the, buddy. The best, the best <laughs> ones is no when, um, <laughs> the best ones is when um, the announcers get into it too, you know? When it's yeah. a little bit of a build-up, they kind of mid-sentence. Oh, what's happened? Oh, you know. But if you're going to run the field, you also better be sure it's uh, it's like um, not during a commercial break. You need your time in the sun. Yeah, you got to do it when all all eyes are on you. It's got to be blatant, you know. Um, but I guess football aside, um, you know, w- w- just I guess the. To wrap up, for those of you who probably listened to the interview, um, I'm assuming maybe this part will be after the interview before. It doesn't really matter, but just some additional thoughts I had on that. I do think a lot of it's bark versus bite. I think the fellas uh, and maybe even uh, ladies or whoever. Out I think there, the ladies mean business. I think so, too. I think so, too. But I'm saying from the, the person who wants to watch football standpoint, bark versus bite. They're going to fall in line. They're going to enjoy Valentine's Day with the ladies. I mean, dude, it goes back to the thing. How big of a deal is it really if your team's not in it? No, seriously. which is ninety percent of people seriously. out there. Yeah, so you're basically saying I'd rather watch this thing that I have really no skin in the game, unless yeah. you're obviously you know got financial skin in the game, which <laughs> that I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you got a couple hundred bucks on the Super Bowl, or you're Bowl, playing real time, or you're playing real time, yeah. Which shit, I guess we're gonna have to do, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's part of the course at this point. Yeah, yeah. Which you know that uh, if you guys want to chill with us on a, a nice Sunday evening during the Super Bowl. <laughs> Try out, try out the real-time contest. Maybe we'll even boost the prize uh, pool. Um, but I guess in, in other sports news, I know we've been football heavy. It seems to be the only one that uh, has enough, so to speak, to talk about. But Joel Embiid has been looking like a, an absolute animal, MVP-type player, averaging like 30-something points in the past 15 games, like actually going off. Uh, him and Jokic are kind of neck and neck right now for best center. Um, I'm going with Embiid right now, at least by the way he's playing. Um, weirdly, it seems like the Ben Simmons trade stuff has been slowing down. I think Maury's thinking... Is he playing? That, no, of course not. Um, <laughs> no, Maury, I think, is holding on his chips because there's a rumor. Um, can't confirm this, but I guess Harden might want out of Brooklyn. I saw that too. Um, and so maybe he's holding that Ben Simmons piece to see if there can be a, a swap um, that happens there. Um, personally, don't really care either way. Um, 
I'm sure you saw the Grayson Allen foul on Caruso. Dude, that was pretty bad. Grayson Allen, he... It's honestly... I can't believe he's even in the league. He's good. He's good at basketball. Um, Although does, his Duke days were awesome. Does he play, like, good minutes? He plays meaningful minutes. Meaningful minutes for a playoff team, right? For yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, meaning, yeah, meaningful minutes for a playoff team. But, you know, I don't, get how, I don't get how anybody could like that guy. You know... Well, you're easily, a Duke fan, so, so you're kind I of I haven't a, really been watching him too much this season, um, but historically, yes, I, I do like Duke. Um, but, you know... Yeah, I I think that these moments come and go for him when he does something he probably shouldn't do. Um, obviously, it was more prevalent at Duke since he, he broke since the guy, he broke the guy's wrist. <laughs> Caruso of all people, you know. Grayson, I know. If you're, you're going to go after some guy, cheap shot uh, somebody who who doesn't yeah. have a loyal fan base. All right? Yeah, go you're after. Done for. Go after like I don't even know some guy who's. Nobody's ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, you know, it's it's one thing to do that in college to uh, you know other college students, whatever, asshole move. But to do it to Caruso when the Bulls are looking don't, the way they're looking, don't fuck with his money. Yeah, and you know, Grayson Allen only got a one game suspension, one game ban. They call it a ban. Well, wow. Yeah, that's the headline. But yeah, one game suspension. Um, silly, but whatever. I'm I'm not here to comment on another man's pockets. Do you per think se. he'll stop? Is that will th- will that teach Grayson Allen the lesson? You know what? I really don't think he necessarily does it on purpose. I mean, I think what it is is like that's just the way the game is played for him. He plays tough. He plays hard. He plays dirty. I think it's hard to make a conscious effort to not play like that. I mean, honestly, though, and Dominic and Sue did kinda right until didn't he get kicked by some by Stafford and he like made a big fuss about it. He yeah, got, that got a was... taunting penalty. Um, you know, former teammates there. No, yeah. You got to wonder probably, what that dynamic probably, is. They're probably, they probably hate each other. Yeah, probably. Those they are probably because... They were both on shitty teams. Yeah, they were like <laughs> the two best players on a terrible team. Yeah. They play buttheads all the time. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, the, the, the play against Caruso, honestly, like, it was bad, but, like, it wasn't as deliberate as when he, like, used to trip people and shit. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Yeah. Like, this this was like a basketball play turned bad, you know? I feel like this is the only time I've heard of, of anything about Grayson Allen it's since Duke. Well, you know, he's like I said, he he's plays well in meaningful small minutes. Good for him, you know, sticking with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I guess this is slightly old-ish news, um, as in a few days old, but I'm sure you heard of Microsoft's big purchase um, a couple days ago. So, Activision, right? Yeah, so Activision Blizzard, um, which is, a, a, you know, a, for lack of better words, like a game studio. The Call uh, of Duty fellows. Yep, so they make Call of Duty. They make World of Warcraft. Um, pretty big. So they bought them for $68 billion. Um, That's a ton of money. Which is a ton of money. And so Microsoft is basically saying um, a few things. One, they want to own the first-person shooter market, it seems. Um, but then secondly, maybe some sort of... Um, in, I have my opinions about metaverse or you know the, even the phrase. I think it's silly in general, but it does seem like Microsoft is looking to enter. That's their foray into the, the metaverse. I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the whole Hololens is like their VR thing. I don't think that's been going great for them. Uh, so it seems like this purchase is their way of mixing it up. I, I don't know if you know Apple's coming out with a headset. Uh, Sony has a headset. Obviously, Meta um, has the Oculus and, and what they're doing with that. So it seems Microsoft's looking to get into the game. Any thoughts? $68 billion is a lot of fucking money. You know, it, it is a lot of money. $68 billion bucks could have bought Microsoft every MLB team, every NHL team twice, um, 29 of the, what, 32 NBA teams? Yeah. Yeah, 30. There's 30 teams. Yeah, so it would have bought them 29 of the 30. I wonder which one it wouldn't have bought them by. Probably, you know. Just, LA, just, maybe. Just, well, just enough to not buy one, yeah. right? Um, 22 NFL teams, and then as of Friday, they could have bought Peloton eight times. Wow. Peloton's in the dumps. You know, yes. I think Apple, one of these bigger companies who has all, like Apple's making movies now, Amazon's making movies now, they obviously have unreal cash flow. They should just buy Peloton at this well, point. Dude, so obviously in succession, it's all about how like it's this big media conglomerate mm. now they and they like touch all different things like yeah. they're launching satellites they mm. got the parks yeah tech companies are kind of starting to look like that now where they hands and everything they obviously got popular doing their tech thing 
And now they they got hands in everything. You got to. I mean, if, if it bumps up the shares, you know, that's what tech, it's all about. Tech conglomerate. Yeah. But, you know, um, good for Microsoft. I'm, I'm, I'm secretly rooting for Microsoft in this in this war. Yeah, you they, know, it's I, like they're the it's like, you know, they're the they're the OGs in the whole thing. I'm a Windows guy. I'm famously a Windows guy. Yeah. You know, people say when they think of Windows guys, they think of me. I, <laughs> I know I know all the commands. You're like the guy uh, in those. Do you know, remember those Apple versus PC ads? Those were great. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, but no, I, I stand by Peloton should. Uh, I think they bit off a little bit more than they could chew. I mean, hindsight's obviously 2020. But, like, what did they think was going to happen? Everybody who wants, they basically hit all of their natural audience. Anybody who's ever going to have wanted one of those things got one of those things. Well, you know what it actually is? Is that their whole goal is to be to make the lion's share of their money actually from their subscription service. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and what the fucking pandemic did is it drove their CAC so far down that they were making money on the subscription service so quickly mm. after. Like, they were net positive on someone when they purchased the bike, and yeah. then it was just profit, profit, profit. If anything, but, they, they grew too quick. No, I mean, kind of. So now, like, their customer acquisition has, like, doubled again, and now it takes them, like, five years to start making money off people again. So Jeez. now, and they, like, pre-manufactured hundreds of thousands of bikes yeah. that now nobody's buying, so they just have this massive debt on their balance sheet. Well, you know what it is, too, is, um, like, the same phenomenon let's call the, let's call the pandemic in this case a phenomenon that got these people into business in the first place kind of at least allowed for their business to flourish it's crazy to me that they didn't look at that like as a way for their business to fall right i mean the pandemic surely it might not seem like it today but surely one day will end and behaviors some might stick around others might shift but this whole working out at home thing really is fueled by the fact that you can't really go out or you don't want to well, be covered in germs they were probably just banking on the fact that it was a trend that people would like because the product was so good yeah the bike why why go to a fucking gym or out on a real bike mm. <laughs> when you can just have this amazing peloton in your in your room yeah I mean, and speaking of gyms, I just got some nice new AirPods, so I'm excited All to... Right. I've been, the past few times I've been going, I just don't listen to music, you know, which is, you know, it's fine. I'll, I used I'm, to I'm never a, listen to music. It's, it's a perfectly okay way to work out. It really is. Yeah. It, um, if anything, probably keeps you focused on what you're doing. No, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be on your phone the whole time. And I, I track my workouts on my phone, um, but I'd like to be a pen paper guy. I also, yeah, I'm a pen yeah. paper guy for most things, but then to go to the gym, bring pen paper, you need like one of those little yeah. notebooks, you look kind of weird. Yeah, or even better yet, I mean, that's like the perfect reason to have a watch. Apple Watch, yeah. that's the next thing. Yeah. You Apple gotta, everything. Well, just, you know, you gotta, you gotta get around to the suite. I honestly, um, I obviously have a PlayStation 5 or whatever. I'm expensive paperweight, like I said, rarely use it, but I, I would consider getting their VR headset just to see what it's like. The Sony know? one? Yeah, because I think it's meant to be kind of used with the PS5. I have one, but I, I would get into the Apple VR space because I was listening, um, and not even VR, actually. Apple's going after more like the AR, uh, MR type of thing, mixed reality, because basically, I think, um, just like today, and I was listening to this on This Week in Startups, um, but what they were saying was just like how today there's iOS v. Android, um, what we might find in the mixed reality space is this now Facebook versus Apple. Um, That'd be cool. Where it's looking like Meta is looking to just do the totally VR thing. That's their thing. And Apple is going ahead and saying, we don't want to do that. Like Apple is saying they want to only do augmented reality most of the time. Fuck so, Meta. So just like stuff that you would see over what you're already doing, nothing. That's cool. Yeah, as opposed to like, you know, going into this make-believe world or whatever. Don't get me wrong, VR I'm sure will be fun. I've, I've played, I've had a, worn a headset two or three times before. I had a blast doing it. Um, so I can definitely see myself getting one again. But um, no idea where we got on this tangent. I guess Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. Shit yeah. ton of money. Anyways, uh, well, let's get back <laughs> Not a, not a tech podcast yeah. here, but anyways, um, what was I saying? So basically, we posted this clip the other day um, about what what do we think, young kids? Oh yeah, we, we got we got a lot of feedback. It's nice. It's nice when people respond to our calls to yeah, action. Yeah, our little c community, I guess. But basically, this kid reached out. He was like, "Hey guys, love the content. Um, I just saw the video on TikTok talking about this. We won't you, uh, bleh. I just saw your video on TikTok because you wanted to see what 15-year-olds think about sports. Yeah. He was like, I'm 15, so if there's any questions you have, fire away. Hell yeah. So off the bat, I go, damn, that's cool. <laughs> um, we'll brainstorm and get back to you. I guess right off the bat, I go, who's the GOAT? NBA, he goes, LeBron, but MJ is close. Wow. 
And uh, that's the reverse of how yep, we, we, you know. Reverse how most people talk about it. Um, I go, what's your favorite team for each sport? That's not really that relevant, but he goes Celtics, Cowboys, Red Sox, Bruins, Man U. Okay. okay. Watch soccer. That's important to know. Important he to goes, know. he doesn't follow hockey or baseball. Hmm. Um, you know, hawk, my, I like hockey in person. I think it's really fun. Um, couldn't care to warily watch on TV. Yeah, I mean, this one is nuts, dude. What was the first Super Bowl you remember? He goes Ravens in San Francisco, but barely. The one he definitely remembers is Seattle, Denver, 2013. Wow. That is nuts. That is nuts. Dude, that's crazy. Well, that was what? Because he's 15. Nine years ago? Wait, so that was when he was like six or seven? That's pretty good memory. Then again, I guess when you're 15, you do remember when you were, you know, first Dude, first that's grade. nuts. Yeah. And this one's funny. Uh, do, you, do you know what Nike Elite socks are? He said yes. Okay. Yeah. Do they still sell those, though? I don't know. Probably don't you can find them somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then I threw in one. I go, because he said What's he likes the cutoff on those? What do you mean? When should one stop? I mean, obviously, you can wear them forever, but it does seem like they were marketed more towards youth. Yeah. I mean, Nike Elite socks, those were, like, sick when we were kids. They were great, yeah. Because you would find, like, the, the custom ones on eBay. The shoes like, the that tie-dye. match. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, it was almost like you had to, like, earn the right to wear Nike Elite socks. Like, Especially the crazy bad, ones. If you were, like, bad at basketball, you couldn't be seen wearing Nike no, Elite socks. No, you look like a fool. Yeah. But, and then the last question I threw at him was, uh, since he said he was a Celtics fan, I said, Pierce or Tatum? He said Tatum. Wow. <sighs> Disrespectful to the truth, but I can understand. I mean, you didn't see the guy play. Or if he did, it was washed up. I know, but still, dude. Paul Pierce at the top five Celtic of all time. No, yeah. And so I guess he says something about how they're viewing Tatum. And, you know, I don't want to say this, but Tatum kind of looking like fucking Pierce before he got the big three. Well, the guy uh, who makes some clutch shots, scores a lot of points. You know, all all I'm saying is, uh, Brad, if you're listening, um, Tatum and Brown can stay. I like Rob Williams. I like Peyton Pritchard. Obviously, Smart's my guy. Um, but keep keep the core to how you want to keep it. Everybody else, get rid of them. It's time we start winning some games. Oh, yeah. Um, and then one more thing that you had, right? So tell me about uh, the sports business side of this weekend's uh, divisional yeah. round playoff So this game. one was interesting, and I don't have a strong opinion on this kind of either way, but um, CBS and NBC obviously hosted a lot of these games over the past weekend, um, and they make a lot of money during commercials. So of the four teams who played, um, all those players, just for that game specifically, just this weekend, all the players, they made about like $9 million bucks in salary. Uh, so it's like 200-something players, four games, whatever. Um, or, yeah. Um, and I guess the crazy thing is CBS and NBC were making that much in, like, less than a commercial. So, like, wow. it partially every commercial they aired, they made that much money. So, obviously, I don't feel bad for necessarily um, the players. But in a way, I obviously identify more with them than I do with CBS and NBC. Really, what's happening is they are making a lion's share of money. And if I'm the NFL PA... I'm like, we need to see some some boost, well, dude. If any, it's not even you know, good on good on NBC and CBS because they're that's just them doing a good job selling the rights they purchased from the NFL. Yeah, the people who are really fucking getting the pork is the players because they're not the players don't see any of them. well they see it indirectly. Yeah, but the NFL is the one selling these media rights for billions of dollars. Yeah. And then redistributing it how they see fit. And so the, the players are seeing none of that. And you know who else again boned? People who buy cable. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. You're paying a lot of money while these guys are margins up the, the wazoo is what's happening. If you have cable, cut the cords. Yeah, they're not even making money on, on off of cable anymore. No, they're they just don't care. raking it in yeah, on, on other it's, things. It's free, free dough. Um, but I guess in MLB news, there's no news to report. <laughs> that has uh, remained steady for the past, um, going on, what, two months now? Pretty much. And I guess, uh, do you have anything else? I have one one other thing that's pretty interesting. I don't really have too much. Um, let me take a look at my, my notes here. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think that's pretty much it. Well, okay, so this, this came out, um, I want to say, if not today, yesterday or the day before, but the Fed, I'm sure you're uh, familiar, um, they released a report about the merits of a digital currency. 
right? Um, like the validity to something like that? Yeah, because um, what was once like a niche type of idea now is is gaining some some steam, um, so to speak, right? So there's 87 countries today who are exploring a digital currency, and it's like 90% of the world's GDP. Um, and this time last year, it was like 40, right? So it's like it's picking up a little bit. Um, so what's happening is they wrote this long study about a digital dollar. Um, and they basically, the study basically just said, eh, like, you know, they didn't have anything powerful to say about it. Um, and it's important to mention, too, like, this is a very central, it would be a centralized currency. It's not like blockchain or anything yeah. like that, where that, that's theoretically decentralized. This would be like coming straight from the same place that the dollars come from. Which effectively changes nothing. No, yeah. So I guess the, the benefits that they mentioned in the study um, was, you know, that uh, it would be a faster Simpler currency, probably cheaper payments, greater access to digital banking for people who like currently don't have bank accounts, um, and then you know for their uh, the main selfish benefit, so to speak, is a U.S. issued uh, digital currency would be pres- uh, would be made to preserve the dominant international role of the U.S. dollar. So you know, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Cats out of the bag there. And then for the risks, they said potential financial instability, privacy breaches, and misuse. Um, and so now there's like a 120 day public comment period, uh, where I'm assuming they're soliciting opinions from thought leaders and the general public, but, um, interesting stuff. I could see it happening. Nigeria, uh, released like the E Nairo or whatever, uh, not too long ago. People are using it to an extent. Fucking, uh, I know it's kind of different, but there's some South American country that like fully embraced Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah. I think they decided to back their whole economy in Bitcoin. I want to say it's like Chile, but I don't no, know. It's no, it's like El Salvador. Ecuador. Yeah. Maybe it's Ecuador. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. that's we, we got to go down there. Huh? That's not looking good right now. No, I know. Their, their GDP go. just got cut in half. Tough go. <laughs> because <laughs> cause there's a market volatility. Tough go. But all I can think about whenever someone says market volatility of Bitcoin, I think of that scene from Silicon Valley where like Gilfoyle's rig roars every oh. time. It's a good time to mine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. Um, oh, one more thing. Fun little fact. Over the past three times that the Bills and Chiefs have played each other, the combined score is 100 to 98 Chiefs. Jeez. It's a Rivalry lot. brewing there. You know, Pats are taking the sideline, the AFC. I think it's Bills, Chiefs era. You know, you pay, you play each other two times, two or more times in the playoffs in less than four years. Start things start to get a little Con- rough the and rowdy. Conversation has to has to start. Yep, two guys. Um, Josh Allen's really coming in his own. But you know, I'm not sleeping on the Bengals. I'm not. I'm rooting for him personally. I'm I'm kind of expecting a similar type of game to that Bills game. You I know, think it's gonna be a barn burner. Bengals O line. I believe in you. I know a lot of people They're don't terrible. believe in you. I believe in you. Protect you know, Joe. Well, it's funny because in the not to I mean we can wrap up right after this, but in the draft they could have drafted like a really really good old lineman. There were like three available mm-hmm. where they were picking, um, but they got Jamar. Hey, I'm sure they're. they're I'm sure. They're, I'm sure. I'm sure Joe doesn't hate it. No, I'm sure Joe doesn't hate it. Um, why don't we leave it there? I expect to hear from us soon. Um, if you're still listening at this point. Definitely hop on real time live on the App Store yeah, uh, for this weekend's if, playoff game. Gary's still listening because he hit us up on Instagram. Oh, thanks hey. for thanks for listening the whole time. Yeah, Gary, our guy. We're, we're going to shout you out every. Well, maybe not every episode. Yeah, whoever but listens to the yeah, end, we'll shout. Wh- whoever out. makes it out this way, we'll, we'll always shout you All right, out. But um, see you guys. Peace. I woke up again this morning, and when you know it, pouring rain. Pot of coffee, and like as I put.